Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome, wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions, because they have resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're a small business out there today, and you are dealing with the day in and day out, you know, of marketing, communications, reduction of operational costs, you know, all those things that help make your business really thrive. I'll tell you what, Moda's got a smorgasbord. That's the only word for it, a smorgasbord of products, services, experts. You need to get with them, 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640 because they can drive more profits and blacken your bottom line. To contact Business Buzz, you can reach us toll-free at 877-3-NOWBUZ or get with me on my live landing page, which is B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z-Z dot live. Well, shout out to one of my national advertisers, Letip, L-E-T-I-P dot com. Listen, you all know what B2B is. It's all those wonderful meetings you go to for that overpriced breakfast or overpriced lunch, and you kind of mix it up with other small business owners. But I'll tell you what, there's a differentiation in Latip in the fact that they only allow one market category per chair. So you don't have three guys to cut the lawn, three real estate agents, some guy that's going to do title insurance three or three times over. We are talking about one product service in one chair. So if you want to get with a group of business owners who are going to become a billboard for your business week in and week out and talk all about you, you need to get with letip.com today because I'll tell you something, they are doing some fantastic things for small business all across America. Well, I'll tell you what, I am joined today. Wow. Julie Muse. I have been looking for an incredible co-host starting, which is today, but eventually her own live talk show host on Voice America doing a business buzz, women's powered, women's oriented, women's business show. Julie has got a tremendous background in business. She has been in real estate. She owns a construction company. She's got about 1,200 people working for her across this country in a partner relationship. She at one time had like 60 people in a 12,000 square foot building. I'm telling you something right now. This lady's an entrepreneur's entrepreneur. Julie Muse, welcome. You're my co-pilot this morning. Wow, Frank, thank you so very much for allowing me um, to be on your show. It is absolutely amazing. And I'm the most excited to hear about what Jackie is doing in business, what she's done in her life. I mean, she is changing lives for the better. And I mean, what could be any better? A small business that changes lives. I can't imagine a better combo. So thank you so much for allowing me to be on, Frank. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. And that's a great introduction right into our incredible guest, Jackie Garrick. 
She's the founder of Whistleblowers of America. Ms. Garrick is a policy and program expert with 30 years of service to the military veteran community. She was a political appointee at the Pentagon for eight years, setting up personal programs for wounded warriors and the Defense Suicide Prevention Office. She established a crisis hotline in Afghanistan and later investigated issues related to diversity and inclusion and No Fear Act violations. While working for the Defense Department, Ms. Garrick blew the whistle on fraud, waste, and abuse and suffered retaliation. Before that, she worked for the House Committee on Veterans Affairs, Disability Assistance, and Memorial Affairs Subcommittee, drafting legislation to assist disabled veterans and their families. Ms. Garrick is a former Army social work officer. She has used her clinical knowledge to inform her advocacy and intervention work with the American Legion as the Deputy Director for Healthcare and then with the Veterans Disability Commission. She has several prestigious awards, including the Lincoln Award and a Secretary of Defense Medal for the Exceptional Public Service. Ms. Garrick has published books and several articles and has appeared worldwide as a health and resilience expert. She founded the FAR Group for 9-11 and continues to offer consulting services. Her MSW is from Temple University. Jackie Garrick, welcome to Business Buzz. We are so fabulously glad to have you with us at your live event in Pensacola, Florida. Hey, Frank. Hi, Julie. Uh, we are so excited to have you joining us and be live from the Pensacola Beach Hilton, where we're going to be kicking off our Workplace Promise Institute for the next few days. And people are coming in and logging in from all over to talk about whistleblower retaliation, discrimination, harassment, bullying, and how we can make the workplace safer. I am joined today with some of our guest speakers, uh, Paul Pearson, who's the founder of Running Name LLC, but is also the vice president for Whistleblowers of America, and Ted Blickwettel from the VA, and Bruce Ackman from the VA, who both have some really interesting stories to share and tell. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and we're going to discuss what the Workplace Promise Institute will be about this week. Before we bring your guests on, uh, my audience would really like to know who is this incredible Jackie Garrick with that unbelievable resume that I just read off. I mean, you have got such a incredible background and you're changing people's lives out there, Jackie. And that's the reason why I wanted to have you on the show. Well, you know, I, I think of that as like the boring part of the story. So <laughs> the, 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 what happened to me personally, um, was I, I spent many years working with combat veterans and combat trauma and had a career around understanding post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, depression, and suicide. And I was treating veterans and then got involved into how do we make this better and do more policy and understand how we could do better and be more responsive as organizations to returning and then transitioning active duty service members, guard and reserve, and getting them integrated back into their communities. So that's that was my primary focus. That was my career. Um, as you've mentioned, I went from being on active duty and doing very clinical work to then doing more policy work through the House Veterans Affairs Committee at the VA and then at DOD. And it was during that time when I was at DOD that I did, I felt like there was this attempt at um, a conflict of interest over the suicide prevention money. And this was, you know, this was um, something I felt very protective and strong about, 
because this was suicide prevention money for active duty military because we were seeing an escalation in the suicide rates among the active duty military personnel. So I felt very strongly about wanting us to really be focused on evidence-based best practices that were trauma-informed and had a lot of research and reliability. I wanted us to do more than just you know put up posters and billboards and wait for the phone to ring. I wanted us to be more aggressive and get in front of that. And that's where I think I, I came up against some opposition and a little resistance. And then when I wouldn't go along with what I felt was this conflict over the money, I blew the whistle. And I didn't know at the time that that's what I was doing. I thought I was just doing my job, that we get training on these federal acquisition regulations on any of your government business contractors, they know they have to comply with the FAR to get any kind of government contract. And I thought what I was doing was all the right things. And when I blew the whistle, slowly things started to devolve in my career. And I got removed from the position I was in and then eventually left the Pentagon in 2017. And I was searching, trying to understand this experience. I had an HR manager tell me that um, I should file a PPP and I had no idea what a prohibited personnel practice was. And I was hunting for people who can help me to make sense of this because things were spiraling. Um, I felt like the walking dead, like I was, I was going to the Pentagon every day, but I was out of my job and I still had to face people and talk to them, but I was being shunned, ostracized, blamed. I wasn't given credit for things I did accomplish. And then one day I had been posting on LinkedIn and this other female veteran law enforcement officer, she connected with me and we were chatting back and forth on LinkedIn. And I said, let's talk. And we talked and she admitted that she was sitting at her table with a gun and was really contemplating suicide. And and that's my aha moment, right? I mean, that's when the lightning bolts go off and the lights flash and you think, oh my goodness, I know this. This is PTSD. So a hostile work environment became synonymous to a combat zone. And people were saying things like, in a fight for my life, um, doing battle, being held captive, prisoner, um, in solitary confinement. And I'll never forget another woman that I connected with, she called it being um, professionally gang raped. And I thought, we, we have a population that needs us and we need to be able to find each other because it took me almost three years to find that one other person. And for two years, I didn't talk to anybody about my case. And then after I talked to uh, this law enforcement officer with a gun, I thought, no, we have to do this. So my my phone call after that was to an attorney and he did our articles of incorporation for us. And I mean, I remember him asking me, what's your business plan? What's your strategy? Where's, you know, where's the money going to come from? And I said, I don't know. We're just going to build it and it's going to work and it's all going to make sense. And so now it's five years later. I've won my case against the government. Um, they gave me back pay, which I used to fund whistleblowers of America on the Workplace Promise Institute. 
And here we are in Pensacola, getting ready to have our second annual conference. Yeah, Jackie, you have your own building, right? Yes, yes, we moved into space here in Pensacola. Um, my husband got a great job offer that he couldn't say no to. So we packed up, left the DC area, came down to Florida and put down roots in Pensacola. And um, we've had uh, some luck with Escambia County who's done a, a proclamation, one of the first counties in America that did a whistleblower day proclamation, which is July 30th. And they've given us a little bit of a donation. We're hoping for more money if you're listening from Escambia <laughs> County government. And we, we just make this rock and roll. I have some amazing volunteers that come into an office every day um, who are busily working in the back of the room right now, getting badges ready. And then I've got this wonderful cast of speakers with me today. More and more are coming in. They're coming in from all over the world. And we're going to talk about what makes the workplace safe. How do you deal with retaliation? How do you investigate these kinds of crimes? How do you solve these kinds of problems? How do you become an advocate? How do you work with Congress? All of these things are important factors. How do you work with the media, like what we're doing right now? How do you get these stories out there? Because these are stories that big government, big corporations don't want told. And we have to have a voice and help each other find that way forward so that we can tell these stories. Well, you can rest assured, Jackie, we're not going to put a spin on this show. The wonderful, nice thing about Voice America is that we are not regulated by the FCC. So whatever comes across this show goes out. Okay. You know, I recently saw you live in Washington, D.C., talking about an incredible piece of legislation that has to do with fires in Iraq where we were build, burning up all kinds of refuse and waste, right? And that ended up in the lungs of our soldiers. And that was largely being neglected. Can you just tell my audience about that? Because you are modest, but let me tell you something. I saw you in front of that mic and you weren't too modest when you're in front of that mic. Go ahead, Jackie. Um, well, so it's hard to um, not be modest when John Stewart is leading. And we had the great opportunity to work on getting the PAC Act passed about the burn pit exposures for veterans. And I do help a lot of veterans get their claims, their disability claims, so that we can, we can do more with those kinds of toxic exposures that legislation included the burn pits from like Iraq and Afghanistan, but also for Camp Lejeune and the water that people were exposed to, the Marines. Um, the contractors and the families that live there. So we're going to be doing more and more to try to get that. And just being part of that advocacy was amazing. Watching John Stewart in action was truly amazing. And getting to work with like Senator Gillibrand, Senator Tester, all of those folks came out to really help and support us. Um, and getting to meet some of the other advocates like Rosie Torres, who her and her family have dealt with the lung cancers that are related to the burn pit exposures. So it's everything like that. Those are all whistleblowers when they come forward and say, hey, this is what happened to me in the workplace or while on active duty or while working for the VA. And those are the kinds of things we need to be talking more about. 
You know, it's a beautiful thing about this show right now, Jackie, is that we're just getting started. Unfortunately, I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to the Business Buzz with Frank Cowering live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Let me tell you something. If you have a product or a service and you want to get involved in one of the biggest marketplaces in the United States, which happens to be seniors, and let me tell you something right now, that market is growing. We're not talking about regression here. We're talking about growing. By the year 2030, we're going to have 100 million people in that category. So if you've got a product or a service and you want to get it out to a bunch of eyeballs who are interested in what you've got, you need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. That's a magazine right here in California. That's a million eyeballs on it month in, month out. Go to that website. Get a pop-up box, leave your email. They'll get in touch with you about getting an ad today. Well, I'll tell you what, I have been mixing it up with Jackie Garrick. She's got an incredible bevy of guests in this incredible live event she's going to be doing in Pensacola, Florida. We're going to be right back and interview some of those guests. And I'm joined by Julie Muse, who's my incredible co-host, riding co-pilot with me today, and soon to have her own show called Business Buzz. Hey, we haven't even named it yet, right, Julie? Okay, but we're, yeah, yeah, we're going to come up with yet. a name. Listen, <laughs> what you told me today with the queen on the bee, what was it? The queen's the queen's crown on the bee. I like it. It's really yeah. amazing, right? Queen bee. All right. Anyway, we'll be right back <laughs> with this incredible show and more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P dot com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening. 
listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host live on Business Buzz, Frank Kellering, and I'm joined by my incredible co-host today, Julie Muse, who's going to be working on a women's powered show here soon for women-owned businesses. And boy, we are covering a major live event out in Pensacola, Florida today. Jackie Garrick, who heads up Whistleblowers of America, learned all about her in the first segment. But Jackie, you got some fabulous guests, right? They're going to be guest speakers at that live event down in Pensacola, right? Absolutely. And I've got some of them here with me right now. Well, Very that cool. is so incredible. Go ahead and introduce them, Jackie. We're ready. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first guest is someone you already know and love is Ted Blickweddle, who wrote the book Broken Promises about his experience with the VA and then lobbying Congress for legislation. So Ted, why don't you say hello? Yeah, hello, Frank. Hello, Julie. Hey, 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 how are you doing, Ted? I'm doing fine. And you? Good, good. Good. Yeah. So um, tell us, you know, a little bit about our about yourself. Um, man, I love the title of that book, Broken Promises. I believe we've all had many broken promises in life, but I guess when it comes to the VA, whenever you know you're expected to have these big promises and they don't come to fruition. Tell us a little bit about that and, and why you're so passionate about this subject. Well, I'm a uh, retired Marine and combat veteran, and I had worked at the VA in the Vet Center program for about nine years from 2009 to 2018, where I was doing individual and group therapy with combat veterans. And near the end of my tenure, um, around 2017, they instituted from higher up in management the um, uh, basically unethical um, performance metrics for counselors that were burning them out damaging their welfare, and it was compromising quality mental health care for veterans. So hold on just one second there. So so there's individuals, right, that, that are in this position, and they're getting burned out, which is affecting the veterans? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I could definitely, definitely see that. Well, keep going. Sorry, I just wanted to reiterate that point for everybody. No, that's fine. And so, so what had ended up happening then, I when it had fallen on deaf ears through clinical site visits that we've had throughout the country and nothing was being done, I finally addressed it to uh, management in Washington. And when it further fell on deaf ears, I then through an email that I went back out with had uh, included all the counselors in the country on this one when I went to management. So you can imagine when I addressed these issues that they had to respond at that point because everybody was, you know, reply to all on on these emails and so that's kind of where things started going south for me because they shut down my computer um i took a early retirement uh three years earlier than i had intended uh to take on this cause because i figured i'd be more valuable to the system outside it uh taking this on rather than trying to still work and and uh with what i was already experiencing with retaliation so um 
Well, yes, Ted, Ted let, let me let me let me stop you there because I, I want to get a feeling for how this felt, right? You have give your heart and you gave your soul to the to the military. You love the people that are around you, love helping people. That moment when you decided, you know what? What's going on is not right. What was that point there where you're like, listen, I've got to stop this. This may affect me negatively, but what made you decide to to go down that path? Because it's it's not a path well traveled. Well, I actually, it's funny you asked that because the defining moment for me when I'd gone out with that email and then the chief officer of the vet center program responded in a way that was basically gaslighting, just you know, uh, deflecting the whole issue, making it into something else that it wasn't, wasn't even addressing what was being brought up. And people were really upset. And I was getting uh, responses from counselors across the country, um, about 57 of them from 25 different states, 42 different vet centers, echoing my concerns. And it was so devastating that afternoon, I will never forget, uh, January 26th, 2018, reading these emails in my office. And I was literally in tears because of the, the devastating impact, it was deeper than what I had even realized how it was affecting the counselors and their ability to provide quality care to veterans. You know what, let, let me, on January 26th, this 26th of 2018, um, did you realize like before you got all these emails, I mean, did you realize this was gonna be the response or did you open up a can of worms that you didn't really know existed? I opened up a can of worms. That's exactly how it was. I, I, I call it opening up Pandora's box. Yeah. And in that moment, because of that and how they were responding to me, looking for leadership, you know, in a de facto type of style, you know, I just kind of realized in that moment I had to take this on because I felt obligated because I had opened up Pandora's box, started opening up a dialogue, and they had hoped that something was, was going to happen. So in that moment, uh, I knew I was the anointed one, but I will tell you, that was not self-appointed. It's really not something I, I wanted to do because I was literally sitting there, God, why me? Yeah, but yeah. you know what's really cool about this, Julie, is that right now, that gentleman you're talking to has had a major piece of legislation passed by the House, which is really amazing. And he's waiting for Senate approval, right, Ted? That's right. Wow. So, Congratulations. You got light at the end of the tunnel, don't you? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's been a long five years and, and uh, you know, along the way, you know, there was a lot of local and national media interviews, you know, NBC, uh, NPR, Military Times, and and my congressional delegates in Rhode Island uh, basically, you know, lending me their ear with the uh, evidence I was able to present and with the help of some counselors across the country off the VA.gov grid. So that was very helpful. And it eventually led to a federal GAO investigation that validated my allegations, which subsequently uh, resulted in the Vet Center Improvement Act of 2021, which about two months ago, I believe a month and a half ago, was passed by the House of Representatives and wow. we're just on wow. the Senate for, uh, to pass that hopefully before the end of the fiscal year by the end of this uh, month. Well, hopefully we can take this show and whistle blow it into the Senate and get this ratified, right? Okay, <laughs> to the right of you is Jackie. And if it wasn't for that lady sitting to your right, you wouldn't have had a voice, would you? Um. That's not completely true, actually. What, what, what Whistleblowers of America did for me, and this is something I, I wanted to address, was extremely important. Uh, what Jackie did for me personally, what the organization does for whistleblowers in general, because 
the first thing is you realize you're not alone because they, they really focus on peer-to-peer -peer support. And there's a certification program for uh, mentors uh, you know, to be trained and certified to help other whistleblowers. And you know, they teach you such things as you know, the, 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 uh, the tactics that are gonna be used against you so you can be prepared, the kind of strategies that you have to employ and, and building a network of support that's very important. So you're not taking this on alone and things to do with self-care, the two big mistakes I made up front. I didn't build a network of support and my self-care was, was, was uh, in the tank. And you know these are some of the things you learn you've got to do up front and uh, they're, they're great at supporting that effort. And, and it gives you a sense that, you know, again, you're not alone. You, so you, you got yourself in a, you so got long. yourself an incredible backstop, don't you? Absolutely. The whistleblowers of America. It, it, you know, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. You talk about education, right? And Julie doesn't know this, but uh, <laughs> she's got to go through six weeks of what I affectionately call the gauntlet at Voice America <laughs> to hone her into a live talk show host. Uh, I didn't tell you that, Julie. I'm going to tell you it on the air. Okay. Are you still smiling? Okay, good. Yes. All right. <laughs> Jackie, <laughs> you have another guest out there, right? I've got two more. All right, great. Let's let's get them introduced, please. All right. Well, to pivot from the VA story, I'm going to introduce special agent retired Bruce Sackman, who wrote the book Behind the Murder Curtain about medical serial killers. And the first time I, I heard about it, and I started, I ordered the book right away, and I am like his biggest fan. I think I have sold more copies of his book than he has. <laughs> um, so let me introduce you to Bruce. And because I think the partnership whistleblowers have with investigators is so important. And that's why I'm so excited that he's here today. Nice to have you on the show, Bruce. Tell us all about what you're involved in. Well, thank you very much for having me. I served as the special agent in charge of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs Office of Inspector General for the Northeast. Now, what that long title means is that I was actually responsible for all major criminal investigations involving the VA hospital system from West Virginia to Maine. I covered all the VA hospitals, all the outpatient clinics, all the regional offices. And before I heard you use the word smorgasbord, well, I've... I had a smorgasbord of cases to pick and choose from uh, involving the VA that covered uh, contract fraud, procurement fraud, bribery cases, thefts. And, you know, hospitals, hospitals are like small cities. I mean, hospitals procure everything from diapers to the most complex scientific equipment. We have all these medical records that we're concerned about, all these electronic medical records. So a lot could go wrong in the world of hospitals. And how do we find out about this? Well, we find out a little bit through audits and electronic surveillance, but almost all of my cases came from whistleblowers, from very courageous nurses and doctors who came forward and called the inspector general, usually after they went to management and their complaints were uh, dismissed. And uh, they didn't all fare well, to, to, uh, to tell you the truth. Um, even after the bad guys and girls were convicted, the whistleblowers still did not always fare well. And this comes through in my book, Behind the Murder Curtain, when we talk about medical professionals who intentionally murdered their patients. 
who intentionally murdered our nation's heroes at VA hospitals throughout the United States. And I pinpoint a number of these cases, how these cases were developed, how the whistleblowers who were very, very courageous came forth to advise us of these cases and how we had to fight management and sometimes even the legal system to successfully identify and prosecute these people. It's an incredible story, and that's what I'm going to be speaking about at the conference today. Wow. Let me ask a question before I let Julie jump in here. How prolific was this, Bruce? Well, look, the overwhelming majority of healthcare providers are honest, hardworking, dedicated people. I hope so. You know, I mean, <laughs> but, but if you ask yourself this question, if you're so inclined to commit a series of murders, uh, what profession and what location might you choose? Well, you might want to choose working in an environment where the people are the most dedicated, hardworking, honest people who have taken an oath to save lives. Look, if you're a killer and if you want to hide, you're not going to, you know, if, if you hide in an outlaw motorcycle gang or an organized crime, that's not really hiding. But if you want to hide and if you hide in an environment like masquerading as a police officer or being a nurse or a physician, that's the last place people are going to think someone has taken employment with the intention of actually murdering people. And there are a number of these cases detailed in the book where that is exactly what happened. Well, Bruce, I mean, I literally have never, ever, ever heard anything about what you're talking about right now. It actually just kind of uh, blows my mind. Like, I don't even know, like, what we would do if there wasn't people like you. That's what I love about this conversation with Jackie, with Ted, with, with you, Bruce, is uh, the word awareness comes to mind. Because if you, anytime you want to fix anything, it cannot be fixed unless there, you know about what the problem is, right? Like in the fact that you took the time to, and the heart to even bring this to life, this is not a fun subject. I mean, <clears throat> I talk about business, real estate a lot, but it's, it's, it's sad to even know that this exists. Why, like, why? What gave you this passion? Like, what? where did this stem from? Because I'm sure just one day you didn't just wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to care about this subject. There's, There's got to be some like underlying thing there that got you to that point. Well, I'll tell you exactly what happened. So I'm working on my smorgasbord of cases, contract fraud and white collar fraud and everything else. Then all of a sudden, one day I get a phone call from the chief of psychiatry at the Northport Long Island VA Medical Center. And she says, hey, Bruce, you're not going to believe this, but there's a doctor working here treating our nation's heroes who actually spent time in prison for poisoning his co-workers. Oh, my gosh. And I, so first thing I had to do, I had to look at the calendar and see, is this April 1st? Is this like an April 1st? Fool's, yeah, full day. You know, full <laughs> day joke or something. And she said, no, I, I am serious. Now, I didn't think that in the United States of America, you could spend time in prison for poisoning your coworkers and come out and be a physician that actually treats our nation's heroes. But that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what I detail in the book. And this was a case of a, 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 a doctor who killed people, not only at the VA, but people throughout the world. 
and he was successfully prosecuted. And then one case led to another case to another case. And in my book, I detail four cases of doctors and nurses inside the VA that were intentionally murdering their patients. Well, why do you think, like, like I'm always like wondering, like, why people operate the way they do? I mean, why do you think these people do this? Like, and, and what is it benefiting them? Well, I, I could tell you, um, you know, when I was on the job, we used to refer those questions to our psychologists. We used to refer to them as the silence of the lambs guys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I could tell you what I've seen, what I've personally seen. And I've seen two motivations. One is something called Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And, it, you know, for those who are familiar with that, I'll give you an example. It's like a mother might intentionally harm a child, bring that child to the hospital to show what a caring parent they are, you know, to bring all this attention to them. And many of our medical serial killers are actually what we refer to as code junkies. Uh, they crave the excitement of a code. And if you look in their job performance, they're like average nurses and doctors until it comes to a code. Then they excel because that's their opportunity to shine, to show off to the staff how wonderful they are as medical professionals, when in fact they actually caused the code to begin with. That's amazing. You know, Bruce, I hate to cut in here, but we got to move towards a break. And I definitely want to pick it up after the break because this is too important of a subject. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Howering live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Well, I'll tell you what, there's about 86,000 new IRS agents that are aimed at you, small business. And let me tell you something there is a tax credit out there called RD. R&D tax credit stands for research and development. I'll tell you what, if you're a small business and you're not researching and you're not developing, you're probably not going to be around 20 years from now. But let me tell you something, that tax credit was ratified by the Reagan administration and every president since then. It was actually even increased during the Obama administration. So if you want to find out, over the last three years, what are you are entitled to of getting money back from the IRS plus 6% compounded tax-free interest, you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875, 877-857-6875. In 15 minutes, they can tell you whether you qualify for the R&T tax credit, and they're getting a million dollars a week on an average back in the hands of small business right now. Well, we've been mixing it up with an incredible organization called Whistleblowers of America, Jackie Garrick. We just had Bruce on. I'm joined by my incredible co-host, Julie Muse. We're going to be right back with more live event from Pensacola, Florida, and more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. 
Visit letip.com for more information. That's letip.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring. Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back live now on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines and allow you, my live listening audience, to call in live into the show and mix it up with me and my fabulous co-host, Julie Muse. So pick up that phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you could be on live on Business Watch right now. Well, Bruce, I'll tell you what, what an incredible copy you put out. (laughs) On the first half, let me tell you, you, you got a book, right, that you wrote? Do me a favor, get that out to my live audience. Uh, how, how did I get in touch with you and this incredible book you wrote? Yeah, well, the book is Behind the Murder Curtain, and it's available on Amazon or any of the bookstores. Or they could just go to my website, which is BehindTheMurderCurtain.com, and they could email me. And I'm always anxious to talk to people from all over the world about their experiences with medical serial killers. Bruce, you've been an absolute amazing guest. Let me tell you something. Uh, you're going to get $2,500 worth of free advertising from this incredible marketing engine. Uh, and also, Ted is going to get it as well to help promote that book, okay? Thank so you thank you so much, much for being on the show. And I'll tell you what, I have no idea who the third guest is, but this is going to be a hard act to follow here, Jackie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, and I also wanted to thank um, Ted and Bruce for coming on. Bruce has something he calls the red flag protocols of identifying these medical serial killers. But even more dangerous to all of us every day is the behind the dangerous laptop screen, because that's where we all get stalked and hacked. And that's my next guest, who is our vice president for Whistleblowers of America. He's the founder of running name LLC. Um, And I want to introduce you to Paul Pearson, who is going to tell you a little bit about his story and what he does. Hey, uh, Frank, how you doing? 
I'm doing great, Paul. Welcome to the show. And uh, you are the uh, guru in uh, social media, huh? Um, I'm. Yes. You're about as modest as your CEO. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so I didn't actually get into social media until like the past two years when I started my company. I've always pretty much avoided it like the plague. But I had to, like, you know, owning a company and helping whistleblowers of America, I had to get acclimated with social media and I had to jump right in. And yeah. So um, tell us about the cybersecurity stuff oh. you do, because that that if you can, you know, yes. I don't want to get you in trouble and we don't want to have the National Security Police to come after us. <laughs> but um, what what Paul does behind the scenes and the, um, you know, the hackers and the you know, watching out for the the Chinese and the Russians is um, really Whoa. his bailiwick. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I am currently I'm a, currently a contractor for CISA. It's the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Um, I've worked with them for a couple of years now. Um, I really like it. I really enjoy it. I think it's one of the best government agencies I've worked for. Um, and I, I've been working in IT and cybersecurity. Honestly, I've been doing it since since high school. Um, I'm very passionate about it. I love uh, numbers. I love IT. It's like one of the only things that really makes consistent sense to me. You know. Mm. Um, I blew. So I, I met Jackie and uh, I first spoke to Jackie in 2019 after I blew the whistle on a. Uh, and I didn't even at the time I didn't even really know what whistleblowing was. I really didn't understand everything that it entailed. I've heard of whistleblowers, but I didn't, I thought that they were all famous people. I thought that there was like five or six of them, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I ended up blowing the whistle when I saw, well, apparently I witnessed corporate espionage and I kind of like, it was an accidental whistleblower scenario where I didn't know what I walked into until, until I walked into it. Um, <clears throat> and... It was definitely new. It was challenging. I didn't know what to think. Um, they offered me money. And hey, can you give us an example? Like for those that, that, that don't understand what corporate espionage, I don't know if we're crossing a line here, yeah. but you're in this business. A lot of the listeners are not. So break it down for us. What really happened there? So what I can say is that they were trying to intentionally fail audits. Got and it. Financial company, yeah. audits. Yeah, well, it wasn't financial audits. It was IT audits or cybersecurity okay. related audits to make sure that, you know, certain uh, platforms that the government uses is secure. Okay. Um, so it's those type of audits that were being failed on purpose. And I just wasn't, I didn't understand why at the time um, until I, until I uh, learned later on that people, they, uh, government contract uh, companies, like, they might try to like, fail uh, audits on purpose so that mm. way they can input their own government contracting agency in place to get the money. You know, I'm watching my co-host, uh, you know, like antenna coming out of the back of her head, like my favorite Martian, you know, that mm. old TV show and whatnot, because she has a very robust social media reach mm -hmm. in her business. So I've got an interest. I'm sure she's got an interest in asking you some hard questions. What are we looking at as far as this invading small business, my friend? So the the as far as small businesses go, um, small business cybersecurity is one of the things that I really um, started trying to lead the charge on. 
Because when small businesses get attacked, they generally, uh, I think it's over 60 or 70% of the time, they go out of business. How do they, they get have, how do they get attacked? So I mean, they, I, mm -hmm. the most common ways that small businesses get attacked is something called a BEC. There's a business email compromise. That's where Ooh. they gain access to your email infrastructure. And they kind of just wait and and look for like they look to intercept money somehow. No, no. I, to I totally get it because like in my world, people are paying to be on lists. Lists are more important than really anything you have. So like having security around this information, that information is money, right? Yes. So so they're trying to infiltrate to get their list so that they can use their list to market for their purposes. Is that what you're saying? Um, no, not in some cases. Yes, they, they uh, um Threat actors, mm -hmm. they want generally information and money. The information they get will lead to money. And then just straight money itself is, you know, cash or, or, or credit is king. So, mm -hmm. for instance, um, when I say uh, when going back to the BEC compromise, um, they might intercept the payments. Let's say that you were supposed to, like your construction company, you were going to pay one of your um, contractors or a company that does services for you. They might intercept that payment somehow or intercept the uh, payment from the uh, contracting company. So they might give you a new account number or say we just updated something and then you send the money to them instead. Gotcha. So then your money's gone and your yeah. vendor's sitting over here like, dude, I haven't got paid. Exactly. Like, well, I've already paid it. Yes. I mean, that's terrible. And I think for small business owners, um, we all sit here and kind of put our nose to the grind, right? Yeah. About making money. But what we don't do is oftentimes is protect the information and protect the, the consumer that we work with. And that's that's enormous. Right. So as a small business owner, well, I mean, what would you say to the small business owner in, in with what you've seen, with what you do? Why do they need to pay more attention to that? Like for me, I'm a bit of a salesperson. All that stuff is like, ah, you know what I mean? I don't want to do it. But why is it so important that as a business owner that we take time to realize the importance of this issue? Because your company can go under in an instant and you won't even know why. I've talked to business owners that have been hit with ransomware attacks and Ooh. they personally don't even own a computer. So they don't even understand what happened. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. I mean, yeah. with as many issues as small businesses have right now, goodness gracious, we don't need another thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you another thing that I'm concerned about because I talk about it on the show a lot is your intellectual property aspect of your small business, right? I mean, your essence, your moxie, what makes you run, your mechanism that you created. You know, all you've got to do, unfortunately, even in a patent is change it 20%, right? And all of a sudden you can create another patent and steal somebody's intellectual property. So are we talking about that too in this instance? I mean, money's Absolutely. one thing, but let me tell you something. If I'm reaching in and I'm grabbing the mechanism of a small business and all of a sudden, you know, I look around the corner six months from now and I go, son of a gun, that looks strangely familiar, right? And this guy's doing what I'm doing. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, absolutely. IP, uh, uh, intellectual properties are definitely on the table for um, threat actors to take anything that can get the money. Um, I'll tell you something. It's so incredible. I got four minutes to go in this show. This show has just blown by Jackie. Okay. Uh, I hope you have an incredible event down there in Pensacola, but let me tell you something. We got to revisit this again, you know, because there's just too much content here. And I'm telling you something right now, Julie, right? 
what an amazing co-host you were today. Just fantastic. You know, the questions that you came across and the pace, it was just absolutely amazing. But Jackie, do me a favor. Give your contact information to Whistleblowers of America, how they get in contact with you, how they get tuned into this incredible live event. Sure. So Whistleblowers of America is a non-for-profit. So if you want to connect with us or donate to us, you can go to our website is whistleblowersofamerica.org. And if you want to join us for the conference, there's still plenty of time. Go to our website at www.workplacepromiseinstitute.org and you can still register and log in and be part of this great event and hear more from these wonderful speakers who are gonna have their books for sale and be able to do more and more of these kinds of outreach events once we're done with the Workplace Promise Institute. So cool. Uh, Jackie, do me a favor, make sure that you give me the email addresses of all those folks that you had on today so we can make sure they get their $2,500 worth of advertising, including you. You think I'm going to pass you up? Woo! Right? Okay. All right. Julie, put your contact information out there. My goodness, you're a business owner. Yes. Um, you can uh, contact me at um, Julie at partnerdriven.com or anywhere on social media. Julie Muse, anywhere you'll you'll find me on there. What an amazing show we had today, guys. Let me tell you something. I love it when I see the best of America. And that's exactly what was on this show today. Jackie, you have a fantastic time in Pensacola, Florida. And I hope there's a heck of a lot of people to get blessed by what you do. Because I'm telling you something right now, small business needs big time help in that employee rank uh, world right now, because a lot of regulatory is being aimed at them statewide, federal wise. I mean, every time you turn around, somebody's got a hook coming into the small business community, putting it in the jaw and dragging them out the front door. So what you're doing is more important than I think you realize. OK, mm -hmm. so thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, because everybody does deserve a safe place to work. Absolutely. Thank you, my listening audience, for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877-3-NOWBUZ or go to my live landing page, which is B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z-Z dot live. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a fantastic guest on next week. Gary Reeves, he owns a TV platform called Give TV. I'll tell you what, he's all about philanthropic, just like Jackie. And I'm telling you something right now, what a reach he's got into the school districts. What an amazing guy. I'm going to have him on my show next week and you don't need to miss it. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in and week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business. <laughs>